Uh, hey, JP, you know I'm Irish, right? I really feel like that would have come up, Nate. You know, I I've got you were- Irish blood pumping through my veins. Huh. I talk about it all the time. You do? I love potatoes. Uh, I love clovers and shamrocks. Um, and I thought maybe, since we're doing an Irish movie, I could sing you a little Irish tune. What do you think about that? Uh, I would really, Nate, I would love that. Okay, I here love we go. a good Irish tune. I'm going to start right here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> On Raglan Road of an autumn day, I saw her first and knew that her dark hair would weave a snare that I might one day rue. I saw the danger and I passed along the enchanted lane. And I said, let grief be a falling leaf at the dawning of the day. I'm the leprechaun! I'm the leprechaun! Ooh, watch out! I'm the leprechaun! You fucking song singing fuck! I'm the leprechaun! Give me my gold! Ooh, I'm the leprechaun! Love the flashlight. Get the flashlight. It's so good. <laughs> hey! Hey! Friends, man. Movie month. Yes. Hashtag FFM. FMM. We're running with it. It doesn't mean anything else. Uh, quick announcement. The friends men have told men. <laughs> the friends men have canceled their show in Tel Aviv. Hey, JP, how you doing? What's up? How you doing? Nate, I am doing really well. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Uh, it's 110 degrees here. I um, saw that. How's it, what's sweating. it like? You're back. You, you go through these months of, of living in Antarctica, and then you go yep. through these months of living on the sun. Yep. Um, I'm glad you're alive. Oh, I'm, I'm thriving, buddy. I go outside. I, I sweat all the toxins out, smoke a bunch of weed, and that gives me back power. Um, and then we're good. And then I'm good. That's how that works. A healthy life. Nate, Let's... I noticed that you, 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 you brought the dog's bed into the room. <laughs> this is a full-sized queen mattress, but yes, he does sleep here. Uh, <laughs> and he has started to tear up the mattress. So if you've ever had a dog that has fully tried to eat a mattress, uh, let us know, uh, right into the friendsman JP, just a few things before we bring our guest in. Did you start the, the ch- chod thing in the rounding down chat? I did. That was yes. me. Okay, great. I'm so glad it was you. Congratulations. <laughs> um, <laughs> so rounding down is kind of like our little sister podcast. We pull. I would from, say, yeah, little stepsister. Exactly. Uh, gross. We pull from their talent pool. Uh, and eventually I listened to that guest's episode as research for our own show. So I listened, I listened to our guest's episode today and Chid is just furious about the chat. <laughs> I don't she know was, if you know that. He was not pleased with it. Uh, and of course, it, the, the whole thing is you don't tell a room of people who have been guests on Rounding Down. It's a certain type of person. You don't tell them 
Hey, I don't like that. Please don't Terrible do that. Terrible person. Yeah, that's right. not. That's not. Those are not the people you ask for a kindness from. That's not. That's not how they generally roll. Nothing but bullies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very fun. And very I believe fun. this is a this is a quote from Chad. Is whoever came up with that? I want to shoot boiling blood out of my eyes at him. That, that'll be good on my skin. I like that. Yeah. So we well, may Chad, need to make amends. We may need to send him some sort of funny T-shirt. Well, Chidling, if you want to come back on the show and we can uh, really hash this out, Churd, and whatever you want, Chingb. Yeah, Ch- Chang, Chang and Serge, Sergio. Mm, um, you got to love that sig. We, we've got a very special guest tonight. As, as discussed, we pulled him from rounding down uh, because he did such a bang-up job on the show. Our guest tonight, he's a Twitter champion. Uh, he's our guest. He's a get. Uh, he's also a Brit. I don't think so. Uh, it's Brett from Twitter. Hey, Brett, you can talk now. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I am doing pretty good. It's me, at Brett Thousand from Twitter, the king of film Twitter, the champion of Twitter. That's me, all of those things. Hit five dingers on rounding downs. You called me up to the majors. Now, this this, this is the big time with the big boys and playing in the big leagues. Um, Yeah, I got got no music when I was on rounding down. I just started talking. I'm sorry, they didn't didn't write you a bespoke song for your appearance? They did not, no. That's messed up. That's a shame. Let's get right to the meat of it. Um, you were Brett Thousand, but uh, you kind of changed your name recently. What's your Uh-oh. name now? I changed it so frequently that I am trying to remember what it is specifically now. But I did recently upgrade from Brett Regular Thousand to Brett Two Thousand. I believe it's cross. Yes. I believe now yes. it's Brett Folledu Thousand. Yep. Yeah, see, I did not remember that at all. Who are you um, sharing yeah. your madness with, Brett? With you guys, you know. Oh, okay. I know. I know that do means two, but I mean the two of you are sharing the madness with the one of me. Oh, Amazing. so you changed your name because you knew you were coming on here with us too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Catering to your, uh, your 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 hosts. That's really that's that's a professional move. You're gonna make it far in this industry, sir. And Brett, yes, we loved we loved your uh, action movie star bracket. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Sp- people got mad about that. Yeah, so, you yeah. were really stirring the shit with that one, man. <laughs> yeah, which it, admittedly, so for people who don't follow me on Twitter, you should follow me on Twitter. It's at Brett Thousand. I I set up a bracket of like all the action guys and gals, basically. You know what I mean? Your Schwarzenegger, great your comprehensive Chan. list. You clearly yeah. put a lot of time into it. Yeah, Jackie yeah. Chan, all up in it. Yeah, he won. I and you know, we did like head to head matchups. And I was way up front starting this that this was like total slop. Like I wanted to do this to get more followers. And it worked. I got like you know, five hundred yeah. followers. Yeah. Two thousand now. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was at like eighteen hundred when I started, close to, to twenty two fifty now, I think. So I am wow. in addition to being the king of film Twitter, champion of the Twitter, I'm also now the slop king. I'm adding that to my uh, to my uh, superlatives. We love it, Brett. Uh, and you did make the racist decision to bring Sylvester Stallone back into the final vote, right? So I will, I will push back against any accusations of racism. Somebody did accuse you of being racist. Right? Uh, multiple people, actually. <laughs> oh, uh, my who, God. <laughs> who, were that, who I then shamed into deleting it. It's like, that's a, like, 
the nice thing is once you get over like 2000 followers, you can much more easily like shame people, which this is a power that people should not wield. <laughs> but like, you know, I can just say like, don't do this. And then like great. 15 bozos will swarm their feed and also That's tell great. them not to do it until they stop doing it. I'm happy to be right. one of those bozos too. <laughs> yeah, right. is, jumped is, in there. I think without, we, we don't want to dig too, you, you know, you don't want to, you don't really want to see how the sausage is made, but are you telling me that, that the key to, maintaining and growing your Twitter followers is trolling them. <laughs> I mean, that's at least a good portion of it. <laughs> uh, you know, getting followers, just starting shit. Yeah. What? That, that and like jokes about Batman jerking off. Those are the two things that I rotate are making people mad. And then jokes about Batman. Just we could do that. We could yeah. Do this that. is why I can't make it past three friends and one, <laughs> one three followers. And one of them is Nate. And one of them is my fiance. <laughs> Um, uh, Brett, also from your rounding down episode, I also cried at Florida Project on a plane. Uh, it seems to be a real type of movie that a guy looks at and says, oh, I could watch this on a plane. Yeah, uh, This seems like a good plane movie. And then there's a lot of sexual content in it, and it does make you cry. Yeah, like I was full on tears watching that. And also, like Absolutely. I'm like a nerve, I'm nervous flyer. So I'm like already <laughs> like at like 98 in the air the entire time. And that pushed me over over 100. The Florida Project is the one where those kids are having a giant block party. Yeah, it's the it's the field yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave Dave Chappelle hosts the block party. <laughs> <laughs> guys, and, and this is I, I gotta say, do you, are you guys aware of this uh, this psychological phenomenon where being on a plane does have the actual impact of making people cry more? I've heard about this when yes. they watch movies. It, it's it's a it's a it's a studied and tracked thing. I am also one of those people. I cried watching uh, Interstellar. Uh, which isn't that emotional of a movie, that, but that's boy, a, that's a cry. It gets, it gets you at the end. Yeah. yeah. Hugged, tugged at my heartstrings. I'll tell you what, guys, I have been taking mushrooms and watching movies more recently, which I highly recommend. It makes movies so much better. And well, that sounds fun. Oh my God. It's so much fun. You get so emotionally connected to any movie that you watch, even if you've seen it before. Uh, because the acting is like new and different. And I cried during uh, Revenge of the Sith two nights ago. I cried from one of Anakin's performances and I cried because the lightsaber fight was just so beautiful. I thought you said you were going to say you, you cried at the uh, Interstellar Opera where he tells him <laughs> the tragedy, like, like just the brief snippet of yeah. the actual opera I, you see. I, so bubble opera. I cry yeah. every time he tells the tale of, uh, uh, of Darth Plagueis. Oh God. Yes, Darth Plagueis. Thank you. <laughs> it's not a tale that the Jedi would tell you, Jake. It's it's really true. They wouldn't. Well, he became so powerful that he. Uh, no, I'm not. Gonna do it. <laughs> so we watched a movie tonight, or we watched a movie for tonight. Uh, it stars the incomparable Jennifer Aniston. It's one of the uh, first Friends movies ever made. Called little movie called Leprechaun. Right, I'm the leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. Ah, ah. Mm-hmm. Stop it! You're scaring me. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so I, you know, I would have watched Wayne's World though. If you we could have watched Wayne's World. Um, leprechaun is an interesting movie. Brett, you talked about Phantasm on your rounding down episode. Great movie. A uh, movie about a guy, or movie made by a guy that really wanted to make a movie about a phantasm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, and okay. I would say that, that this is that movie's kinda, fucking great. Kind of similar that this guy 
kind of really wanted to make a movie about a leprechaun. Yeah, <laughs> now, Nate, Nate, have, you looked, have you guys looked at his other credits? Because I have not. He kind of is fixated on a certain type of movie. <laughs> Interesting. Let's pull this up, JP. <laughs> I was really. It was not surprising uh, what his other movies are. And I cannot spell leprechaun for the life of me. It's impossible. Yeah. No, it's I space <laughs> A-M space T-H-E. And then you'll find it. <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. All right. So this movie, the movie was written and directed. And so you know it's a, it's a labor of love by Mark, Mark Jones, Jones. Right. Mark Jones's other credits include... As IMDb loads Jesus up, Jesus Christ, Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> is the one I'm most excited about. I haven't seen that one. Um, what he he likes making movies about little guys. Yep, he made Triloquist, which appears to be a horror movie about a woman with a shotgun who has a ventriloquist dummy. Yep. He made Nightman, which appears to be some sort of Batman ripoff. He did the Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo Puppy Hour on TV. A nice credit. Yeah, he, he, hasn't, <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't really been working a lot. He wrote for the Heathcliff TV show. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> so had either of you seen or heard of? I mean, you'd heard of this movie. I'm assuming because so so my introduction to this movie that I had not seen it before. We yes, watched please. it for this. I knew it of it from two things. One is Wayne's World, which mm-hmm. you guys hit on that bit. Like that is my main association with movies. I'm the leprechaun. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and and that. And then the second one is like it always pops up on lists of like. VHS covers that they changed because someone became famous. Sure. And this is like, like there's a pre friends VHS cover of this where the leprechaun is the main attraction. Warwick as you Davis, might expect. Right? Yeah. 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 And then there is a post friends version of this where Jennifer Aniston's head is roughly 90 times the size of the leprechaun. Sure. Not only that, but it looks like she used, they used an IG or TikTok filter. <laughs> like her face is completely like smooth blurred out. <laughs> Phoebe's right behind her. Um, she looks like the liquid metal Terminator. <laughs> And an interesting story about that, Brett, because in conjunction to that fact, I had always heard this is the first time I had ever watched this, too. Um, I had done research on it previously because how did this get made? Did Leprechaun back to the hood, uh, which is worse. Um, and they they use the word the T-H-A instead of the hood, a hood. It's wait, really wait, weird. Wait, 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 time out, time out, time out. I know the Leprechaun went to space. I yes. know the Leprechaun was in the hood. He went. He went back, back but he went hood. back to the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bold move on his part. So I had researched this movie before. It was the first time seeing it in conjunction to the Jennifer Aniston being on the cover thing. I had always heard that she is not a big part of the movie, which she's is like why it's so character. weird that they put her on the cover. But yeah. yes, she's the main character of the movie. That's she deserves a, yeah, it. She's all over cover. it. Yeah. I, I, and let me, before we get into it, I got to say, uh, I hadn't seen this movie in years. I saw this a couple of times around when it came out. Very fun movie. Um, I started it and I was immediately cr- trying to criticize it like it was one of these terrible, like no budget, awful <laughs> horror movies. And I probably didn't get 20 minutes in and making fun of things. And don't worry, I still make fun of things. But I was like, wait, no. This is really fun. I think the moment that really turned me around, and we'll get to it, so I'll just say the pogo stick. I think that was when I was like, you know what? No, they're doing something really awesome here. They really are. Like, they have such a good sense of humor in this movie the whole time. All I could think about during the pogo stick thing was jackass. (laughs) (laughs) They really did that. Warwick Warwick Davis? Warwick, Is that how it's pronounced? Warwick. I I think he pronounces it Warwick. Warwick. Regardless. 
I love him so much. I really do. He's been in so many things that I have loved. He's in, he's the star of Willow. He is Wicket, who is my favorite of the Ewoks. And I do love the Ewoks. He's also in that, uh, that, that, that show with uh, Ricky Gervais or Ricky Gervais adjacent where he plays Warwick Davis, but as a little He's person, supposed to be really to good on that. Group. Right. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so good. He gave this his fucking all. He gave this movie his all. It's it's impressive. And they had a, they had a tongue in cheek sense of humor to the whole thing. And once it starts, it really just like it never lets down. It's funny the entire time. I've got some trivia for you here, JP, in that I like trivia. The director wanted to make a really scary leprechaun movie. He based it on the Lucky Charms, except he made him the antagonist. Um, and it says here that sure, sure, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That once Warwick Davis got on on the project, he started pitching like comedy elements for the for the uh, leprechaun to do because he thought it added something to the performance being like a little trickster guy. And they turned it into a horror comedy, uh, like like working together on the project. Um, That's amazing. And they actually had to go back and shoot more gore scenes because the the uh, producers were like, we're selling this as a horror movie and you guys made a bad comedy. <laughs> like we need to, I think, I think they struck the right balance. It, yeah. It, it definitely does strike a balance. And I, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Brett, what, what, what are your initial impressions before we get into kind of the, the, the details and the plot and everything, what were your initial impressions? Yeah. Um, so I definitely <laughs> think you're right. I, uh, so, so first off, there's like a battle of the like auteurs here between Warwick Davis and sure. I, Mark Davis. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the Oakland Raiders guy. I but I can't remember what his name was. I think Mr. Mark Director. Jones Mark Jones. Mr. Mark Mr. Jones. Mr. Director. I Mark Davis. I Sir, like, Sir between Mark Jones. Between, between between Warwick Davis and, and Mark Sir, Davis. Sir, Sir Marcus Jones. Yes. Between yeah, between Warwick Davis and, and Mark Jones. I definitely think like I'm more in Warwick Davis's camp because sure. like I think as you got in with the Pogo stuff, like that's the stuff that works. Like yeah. yep. when it's like trying to be silly, it's good. When it's like it opens up with what I feel like is 30 full minutes of Warwick Davis doing exposition about being a leprechaun. Like there's a lot of rules explained to you and a lot of like structure into what it means to being a leprechaun. That part is like this movie says Fuck the jaws formula. We're going to show you the leprechaun in the first second sitting on a stairs, stroking his treasure. The exposition, the opening scene is too long, but I will say it, much like gremlins or scream, like they do that wonderful trope of, Here's the rules to our world. So sure. like you get through it and then the rules exist and you can have fun with the movie knowing what those rules are. Yeah. But for that first 20, I was like, oh boy, what, oh, I, what did I get into? Yeah. And like the guy is over the, that guy is so over the top with his Irish accent. A couple of Irish bastards. <laughs> his wife, his wife doesn't seem to care. She, I don't know why she was on the set. She didn't want to be there. He steps um, out of a limo with a bottle of Irish. A bottle of Jameson. Frozen. I was so grossed out and impressed. Yeah, that's nasty. Uh, so, and yeah, the leprechaun rhymes sometimes, and sometimes he doesn't. That's the rule that I couldn't get over. Sometimes and, and he I will has say, to rhyme, and sometimes he won't. The rules change a lot, JP. They do change a lot. Like, I think it's like 45 minutes in you, you understand that like when he has his treasure, his powers get stronger. 
Yeah, I picked up on that. That was definitely a rule. He he says that like in the last 10 minutes of the movie. Like, I have my goal. Now I'm probably stronger. I have 99 coins. I'm so strong now. (laughs) It also doesn't appear to like impact any of the rest of the movie. It's just stated so that we know. It also, my memory of it was that he he only went after the people who had his gold. And And that seems to be what they're establishing in the beginning. But then it's just like, nah, if he just like sees people, he's going to kill them. Yeah. He's kind of really, yeah, kind of just, uh, he's kind of just a fucker. Coco Pelly. He's Coco And everyone's yeah. shooting him. Everyone keeps trying to shoot him. And it's like, I don't think shooting him is going to work. We've shot dude, him like 14 times. I, that dude took at least 20 bullets in this movie. At least. I will say, secondary to the pogo stick thing, they get a lot of mileage out of yanking him on like a string or a chain. It's really cool. Like he flies backwards and like the green goo comes out of him. (laughs) Every time that happened, I was like, I'm back on board now for the next time. It happens like four times. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a wild ride. It's a wild ride. And if you haven't seen it, and we're going to talk about it more, but honestly, I think it's a a movie that is worth. It's worth checking out. I, I, it's, I think it's important yeah. to the canon. I, I do. I, I don't think it's, it's a perfect movie. I don't think it's to a great the canon movie, but of, I think of leprechauns. Yeah. To the leprechaun canon yeah. that you stuff okay. them in. Yes. yes. Now, look, you can enjoy a, a whole, there's got to be a baker's dozen of leprechaun movies at this point. But um, I, no, I just, I think that it, you, I mean, I will say that you wouldn't have Scream if you didn't have leprechaun. And the reason for that is, you have to have, it, there aren't that many, at least when this came out, horror comedies like this. There's That's true. campy horror movies and there's serious horror movies, but this one walks that fine line. And I think that, that the progeny of that is Scream. I, I really legitimately, not saying that, 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 that you know it's directly influenced, but I think that this creates a space where you can have a movie that's smart and scary and also particularly funny. Absolutely. Um we establish all the things about the leprechaun. He's afraid. He's afraid of clovers. He mimics voices. He gets him in, and then he gets him in his box. Um, and he likes I, being a little child. <laughs> yes. It's he likes, creepy. He likes being a little guy and he likes talking about the buckles on his shoes. Uh, seven, eight, nine times. He said, look at the buckles on me shoes. And everyone's like, <laughs> Why does why does he feel a compulsion to shine shoes? He's a shoemaker, which I don't think is in Leprechaun canon, as as you so put it, JP. They they seem to be confused with elves. They really hate you with that. They really hate you with that. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a major plot point at one point that he 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 can't just see a shoe and not shine. That is the most baffling part of the movie where they distract (laughs) him with the shoes. (laughs) No sense. There was no, and you can see him. Did I miss something? Like, he he wants to go attack them, but he's got to go back over and get the shoe and shine it up and then throw it on the ground and get the other shoe. I mean, thank God that poor Irish farm woman had 700 pairs of shoes. Like otherwise they wouldn't have been able to save their own lives. So we we establish Rachel, right? Rachel, mm-hmm. we're gonna call her Rachel. I don't know what her mm-hmm. name is. Um, her is Rachel, her skeevy dad, 
is driving her up to a, a terrible house. I think they say they're in Arizona, right? No, North Dakota. North, North Dakota, Dakota. Because because a tarantula appears at one point, and I very I was like, what? No, no, no. There are no tarantulas in North Dakota. They are actually in uh, Ventura, California. I can pretty much identify the mountain that's behind the house. Wow. Um, <laughs> and she hates the house. She hates how gross it is. She hates all the spider webs. And I'll tell you what, they, they went a little overboard because I would not sleep in that house. She's not being unreasonable. I, versus, I, on the other hand, immediately hated her and was like, you suck. You suck so much. You've got this great dad with terrible facial hair who may be hitting on you. And, and yeah. he's providing you with this wonderful North Dakotan home. And all you can do is be like, Ick, where's the mall? I'm going to go check into it. There's no mall. There's no mall. There's no landline and there's no cable is what she says. Right. I I forget. There was, she just was so complaining right away. I was not. What do you think of Rachel? I sorry. Rachel isn't Jennifer Aniston. I'm not great at keeping track of the characters. Yeah, it's Rachel. Okay. So we'll say Rachel. I mean, Ross's girlfriend, Brett. I mean, she is just, just, Brett, before you answer, she is just Rachel. She is Rachel green. She's like, I'm materialistic and selfish and petty and can't think of other people in any possible way. It's she's, all about me. She's LA it, is, it, is a, it is a very similar performance to like mm-hmm. season one mm-hmm. friends. Yep. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Yep. She's basically Absolutely. walked right off of that in friends. Um, I mean, <laughs> she's slightly annoying, but I'm kind of with Nate in the sense that like the house looks like it actively has a burglar in it at all times. Yeah. yeah it's not a, a great house. house. It's a good house. Um, and I will say that Rachel's character arc in this movie is being like a wussy vegetarian Los Angeles girl who discovers that it's actually okay to kill things because sometimes those things are trying to kill you. Yeah. I mean, it's basically the exact same message from signs. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yep. Um. Brett, what are you drinking there, by the way? Is that a Coronito? It looks like a Coronito. I, I have Miller High Life and the little stubby. Ooh, yeah. Bottle. All yeah. right. Makes she you feel like a giant. Little stubby guys. Yeah, I, I, like Andre the Giant holding the beer can photo. <laughs> I should have just told you it was a regular Miller High Life. You guys don't know that I'm 5'7". You could have thought that I was <laughs> seven hey, Brett, foot. It's okay. I'm 5'7", too. I'm 5'8", but I'm close oh to 5'7". Nate and I have been texting each other like, this guy is gigantic. <laughs> um... So, hey, there's a hunk named Nathan in this movie, huh? <laughs> He's quite the hunk. Oh, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let me read you my notes. Let me read you my notes. He's, he's um, beautiful. He's a beautiful, stupid man. He's got a very, like, I can't, like, it's like a blend between, like, Kevin Bacon and Mark Harmon. Like, sure. you're, like, like the, the, the atypical hunk and the typical hunk. He, like, straddles that line. He looks like and, a character from Seventh Heaven. I, <laughs> I refer to him as... <laughs> The dime store version of C. Thomas Howell. And if you're from <laughs> oh, the 80s, yeah, yeah, I, could, he's I got could not that place C. It the Thomas Howell thing going on. Um, no, here's Almost here's C. my Thomas notes. Uh, here's my notes. Uh, I'm just going to read them in order. Uh, just real quick. Uh, she immediately sucks. She looks 30. She's just playing Rachel. <laughs> Dad's facial hair is. She does not as look 30, JP. How Dad's, dare you? Dad's facial hair is almost as bad as his face. There are no tarantulas in North Dakota. <laughs> Yeah, and finally, of course, his name is Nate. Yes, it's, his <laughs> name is Nathan. He's very handsome. He wears ripped shirts. Uh, he's not a very good painter. 
Um, I would like to talk about the painting process in this movie because <laughs> one, they, uh, Blair, they, he's doing it right now. <laughs> they painted their arms <laughs> to make it look like they had been painting, but clearly the makeup person was using like the same brush on every spot on their arm. Cause they all, all right. look the same. I, now I'm going to send Nate, I'm going to send you a screenshot of this because as I was watching the movie, you're this that happened to Twitter. Uh, this is, this is from Claire. Oh my God, Nate is going to lose his fucking shit at this painting scene. <laughs> it's, on, it's literally, it's on my phone. Claire Brett, I, was like, Nate is going to lose his shit about the painting. I'm a contractor. Like 90% of what I do is repaint houses. And so is, he gives her some, uh, Nate, the character Nate, not the podcast host Nate, <laughs> gives uh, Rachel Green some like painting advice. Like yep. she's up there, she's painting. Is that good advice? Because I don't... It is okay. good advice. You got to go with the grain. You got to get in the corners. <laughs> okay. She's doing a terrible job. The other thing that I will say is that they leave all their shit out, which is not okay when you're painting. You got to well, clean your brushes. Now, now you got to put the did, stuff back on the top of the cans. Now, Ozzy did have a paintbrush in the truck later that was clean because yes. he used it to uh, swat at the leprechaun. Very cute. Yeah. So, so, so they so cleaned at least the one brush. So sort of elephant in the room uh, with the Leprechaun movie, the Ozzy character. Um, oh, we got to talk about age particularly well. <laughs> like, well, we're getting let's, into it. Let's My talk favorite about, character in the whole. No, no, I, I want to talk about this for a number of reasons. JP loves one, this guy. I fucking love him. He's so good. If you grew up in the eighties, he was in fucking everything. He's in Teen Wolf two. He's in um uh, uh oh god, what's Pee-wee's the big adventure? He's in yeah. So fucking good. Uh, the ski movie, uh, uh, Better Off Dead. He's in right. Oh, he's yeah. All fucking over the place in the 80s. He's amazing. His, his name is Mark. And I want to make sure I get it right. Because uh, auto, the autocorrect, uh, Mark Holton. Yes. Um, he's in A League of Their Own. He's in The Naked Gun. Where <laughs> see The Naked <laughs> Gun, he has such a great role. If you haven't, then any reference to Enrico Palazzo is not going to be caught. But he's so fucking good. And I recently learned that Ozzy is considered a fan favorite character and came back for a 2018 uh, Leprechaun Returns movie. That oh, wow. Out. That's cool. So, um, that being said, can we talk about the problematic nature of Ozzy, who it took me three quarters of the movie to figure out if he was a, uh, a person with some sort of diminished capacity or whether they were having him play a child and just have an adult actor playing a child like on Mexican television? Ozzy is special. Ozzy has a problem with his brain. His brain no work so good. Um, and they continuously, the, the little kid that he hangs out with continuously references that they're going to use the gold and the money that they get to fix his brain, get him an operation. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, it's revealed that the kid also knows that there's no operation to fix his brain. Yeah, it just makes just it just makes Ozzy yeah, it just makes Ozzy happy. I, I it's problematic. And he I, does it, swallow a coin through the course. Of- I kept waiting for the leprechaun to tear into his pooper. I, I really did. <laughs> I, I how else is he going to get that coin back? Um, I, I think it's problematic the nature of the relationship between him and the kid. Yeah. Um, the kid who, by the way, is from a bunch of things at the time. The kid's good. One of my favorite movies, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yep. He's I, in that. I like the um, gag with the kid, too, how he's like the boss of the business. 
he <laughs> i wasn't cl- so what is what is the relationship between so like they have this it's like three guys who paint three right? guys who they, paint this is on their truck <laughs> what is the relationship between the three guys are they I, I brothers believe, or are they just I like be- buddies no i think i think ozzy is the next door neighbor of the, the the of of uh nate um and then the kid is it's like a marty mcfly diagram. like they're grooming him <laughs> No, JP, you're actually wrong. The nature of the relationship is they are a Three Stooges gang that don't really know how they know each other or where they met, but they move town to town looking for scratch for gas money. They just get into hijinks, basically. They get into hijinks. I mean, I mean, basically, like essentially, when they start their painting job, they're doing Three Stooges stuff. They're getting the paint <laughs> on each other. They're knocking into each other. You oh, know, so many like ladder physical gags Why and. I and- it's, oh, it's, it's like it's like the Three Stooges. If Mo was even more of a hunk than he already is, <sighs> what a hunk he is, though. <laughs> how could how could he be? You know what you're talking about? Impossibly. You know, we have a character who has been established that he has brain problems, and he is wearing a shirt with paintbrushes on it to his painting job. Well, you can't really shirt. see. You can't even see it because uh, he gets paint on his paint it's shirt. Paint dumped on it's him. Paintception. So I'm um, looking through some of my notes here. Yeah. Similarly, notes. We all took notes. We're all uh, film scholars. We're all fucking uh, adults here. Yeah. And, and I oh, think so, so the first thing when you started this movie that caught me off guard is like watching the first 20 minutes. I assumed this was not a theatrical movie that this is not play in a theater. This is a direct to video movie. I watched a lot of bullshit. I've seen a lot of DTV movies. This came on theaters and, and oh, was, like, it absolutely did. quite successful. Yeah, it was, it was very it, successful. It has the exact vibe of like a direct-to-video horror movie well, from this time. It made it, it made its money and was successful on VHS and DVD because Jennifer Aniston went on to be such a huge star. In, friends, I, yeah. in my notes here, I have that it did fine at the theaters, but not well. And it only really gained in popularity and made its money back after Jennifer Aniston did Friends. Yeah, I, I would just say anecdotally, being you know a, a preteen and teen at this time. Um, Jennifer Aniston was immediately recognizable in Friends as the actress from Leprechaun. I'm not even like when when I'm not even joking. When the, when when Friends came out, it was immediately apparent this is the actress. I mean, like like you recognized her face. That's cool. She and and look, jokes aside, she's really good in. This. She does really great. Yeah, she she really like like she carries this movie a lot of times. And she without keep- without dipping into like cornball, like she is like radiant in this yeah. movie. Like it's it's oh, immediately absolutely. clear that like absolutely. oh yeah, this person's a star. Oh, yeah. this person's a star. And and like in yeah, and in a movie and she, where you're not looking for a star, you're just looking for a fun time. She fucking excels. And it's like not great, but she keys into the comedy style. In an extremely dialed-in way, even though it doesn't work, she is right there with the movie. She understands what's going on and is contributing to it in a way that I don't think everyone else necessarily did. Especially, sure. no offense, Nate. I don't think that that I think that <laughs> actor thought that he was a hunk and was going to be a hero. She's the hero of the movie, she's and the like hero. she got the humor, and she's really good in the scenes. Um, she she does exactly the Rachel Green thing, though. She like she does the complaining about the situation but then dealing with it like right. like 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 it which is a very rachel way to to face a problem it, it's there's, yeah there's even some parts like later on when she's fully being chased by the leprechaun which which i will say another uh underrated 
potentially intentional or unintentional comedy moment in this movie is there is an exact like second in the movie where she immediately flips from not believing the leprechaun is real to believing the <laughs> leprechaun is real one second later like she's like ozzy for the last time shut the fuck up yeah, the right. leprechaun yeah. is not real and then immediately is like we've got to find his gold and give him back gold to get rid of the leprechaun and it's like immediately clicks but like even some of the scenes later where she's getting chased like there's like rachel from friends in there when she's like oh no 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 you know i mean she's like like doing like mannerisms very similar to that i know if we're gonna if we're gonna mention the word chase i've got to point out the most important character arc in this movie which is the leprechaun is on his feet the leprechaun is on a tricycle <laughs> the leprechaun is in a goddamn power wheels getting pulled over by the police he finds a okay? little car it's god damn it this movie is so good he finds a little <laughs> car in a barn and then he he like turns it into like a mad max little car he uses it to flip a pickup and truck. And he flips over what a real car fuck? with a little car. <laughs> that, that effect, too, is like legitimately good. Like when he hits the, the car and flips it they over, I was like, well. this is nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, my only issue was they Mad Maxed the car, but then you see the car again and it's back to the bubblegum pink with the, the, the stuffed animals yes, in the back. There is a continuity error, but it appears <laughs> that what he did to the car was paint it black. Put a, a lever on it that is a horn. Yep. And then he put a, a pitchfork on the front of it, which I think is what flipped the real car over like a hundred times. Yeah, in the best scenes of the movie, like the, the funniest and best scenes of the movie is where he's like being a little shit and like getting creative with it. Like I will say there are it's like half the scenes where he's like killing people are awesome like that, like the pogo stick flipping over the car. Right. But then like early on in the movie, he tends to just like grab someone's face and go, ah, right. For, that is true. Like, that is true. Also, like, is, is he a cannibal or is he not a cannibal? Because he certainly chews on a lot of people, but not for any reason other than to cause some problems. I don't think he's like, human JP. So he can't be a, a cannibal. Okay. If he's not okay. Human. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But does he eat human flesh or is it just because he likes to hurt people? Like, I, I like, I think the, the crux of the movie is the leprechaun just likes to be annoying. Yeah. He's yeah. A little shit. <laughs> I, I hated what he did. I, and Brett, to your point, I hated what he did to the cop that pulled him over where he stuck all of his fingers yeah. in his face. And then they did the practical effect of him having like finger wounds all around <laughs> Yeah, hey, I'll say this. I'll say this for the leprechaun. He's on the right side of history. A cat. Yeah. He also cap, grabs a cop's, cops are bleeding. He also grabs a cop's gun in this movie at some point too, which I was like, awesome, dude. Yeah, go for it. Get that thing. This is a movie that like I was prepared to be like, it's not very good. And then the more we talk about it, I'm like, actually, I think this movie's kind of awesome. Like as we roll through it. I think I mean that's the thing. I, I like I'm not trying to argue that this is a, a like from an artistic point of view, a good movie. I think from people who like horror movies, people who like the fun of horror movies, because that's it. Look, you got two real good types of horror movies. You got the ones that really make you think. And there's like a beautiful metaphor in the whole thing. And then you got the ones that are stupid and fun and you had a really good time. I had a really good time watching this movie. I would recommend this movie to anybody. Oh, sure. Um, it, it's just it's fucking insane. It's, it's insane. And they just let them do it. It's funny in ways where it doesn't intend to be funny, but it also subverts traditional horror movie jump scares. Um, like uh, when the guy's opening the safe and the tricycle runs into him from across the room and it's like, he doesn't know that the leprechaun's riding the tricycle. He doesn't know that the tricycle's there. 
we as an audience didn't know that the tricycle was there. No, we did not. Where did he get it? I don't know. Why does and he it, ride a tricycle? Is he a baby? I it don't like, know. Comes from off screen and like hits him, and he's like, "What the heck?" And he looks around, and there's nobody there that pushed the tricycle. And then he opens the safe, and the leprechaun's in the safe. In the safe. <laughs> this was the second time that they they, they did a good leprechaun inside something. It's always actually, in something. Yes. So in the opening scene, I I made a note of this because I actually thought it was a really good scene. They he the the guy opens the chest, and then all you see are the glowing eyes inside the chest, and then the leprechaun jumps out. The glowing eyes inside the chest shot was cool as shit. It was yeah. actually yeah. legitimately. It's good. a great visual, like yes. mm-hmm. above all else. Uh, and the, I, the eyes, the are shopkeeper, cool. the the leprechaun makeup are, is cool, and it's good. It, they the make leprechaun him really gross. Puppet at the end when he's melting is yeah. also very cool. Oh man! If there's a, if there's it any one melting. thing, if there's any one thing that this movie is like excellent at, like the makeup is legitimately no qualifications yes. good like like 100 especially in that time to do his face in that way and for it to be that expressive that you can read like what he's doing is very very difficult for a makeup, movie without a huge budget makeup effects are done by gabriel bartalos uh and he was uh hired by trimark and he was not happy with his first efforts so he pushed it mm. in a more grotesque direction great work gabriel which i think yeah is the right decision um oh you can't you can't tell it's warwick davis like you can't yeah right it's it's so great and it's gross and we're so used to leprechauns being cartoonish and cutesy and cheering on notre dame or or trying to keep their marshmallows and like this is it's gross we're always used to leprechauns talking about the buckles on their shoes and (laughs) going going after our shoes and being obsessed with shoes well, it, it, it's and to be nerdy about it. It's much more in line with the traditions of folk tales in Europe. It's much sure. more in line with Grimm's fairy tales. Much more in line with like we 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 Disneyfy fairy tales in America. And this is much more that European. Like, no, they're evil, creepy monsters that want to steal your children. Like, that's that, there's nothing fun and cutesy about them, and they, they make have- him. Buckles Gross. on their shoes. And so many buckles on their shoes. And they must clean no, the I, shoes also. You, you mentioned the shopkeeper, though, who went into his safe. And I've got to say that that entire scene bothered me top to bottom. The coin it's, man. It's only one reason. <laughs> and I don't know if either of you noticed anything in regards to the shopkeeper, R.E., uh, his costuming. Should probably go get my book about Irish coins. Yes, his, his suspenders came undone. The fuck? No, no. <laughs> Nate, Nate. They didn't come undone. They were undone and they stayed undone. And yeah. no one on that set said, hey, your back suspender is undone. Do this again, maybe. Fix it. <laughs> Fix it. So every scene he's in, the fucking back suspender is there like it was a fucking actor's choice. Yes. It and his not. pants are falling down. <laughs> Terrible. Ruined I saw movie. it as soon as he leaned over in that first scene. I'm like, wait. Fix his fucking suspender. And then every time that it's, it happened again, I'm like, I hate this movie. I hate all of you. I really did think that it was like, like going to be part of how the leprechaun killed him because it's so glaringly obvious. So obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no. <laughs> no, it was standard error. But no. But you know what? A, a credit to them for like, make, like they didn't fix it in a later scene. They were like, well, that's continuity now. We already filmed it. I'm sorry. 
He's just a guy with his back suspender not connected. Which which makes me think, like you mentioned the continuity error with the little car going back to the pink car. So my, my take on that would be not that they didn't want to fix that, but that they thought of the Mad Max scene later and knew it was so good that they could not do it, yep. even though it didn't fit with the rest of the movie. Had to so cut it some way. Had to put it in there. Um, the other thing that I like about this movie and the way that this movie is made is that they try to like cap the end of each scene with like, a funny line and and then they'll just like cut and my favorite one is in the beginning uh when rachel's flirting with the hot nathan man and the scene is over i don't think anybody said he was hot he's I very did. attractive <laughs> and his name is nathan um, he, said he was a nate he was he was he, uh, he was nate the scene is over and rachel picks up the can of paint and says to him so this is biodegradable right and and we cut to the next scene first of all no it's not that is some of the most dangerous paint that you could ever have because this is the 90s. So that paint is full of lead and paint now isn't biodegradable. You can't like recycle paint. You have to take it to like a special facility. Um, I do like the idea of if it was biodegradable and we could just dump out paint cans in my yard. That would, that would save us great. a lot of time. If I could that, take that paint would to save, a stream. Like, yeah. With all, the, with all the siding and, and, and shutters that I'm painting all the time, it would be really nice if I could just dump it in my yard. You guys have no idea how hard it is to get rid of paint because you take it to a dump and they're like, Nope, you can't leave that here. You cannot leave that with the rest of the garbage. You have to take it to a paint facility. And so then you look it up and there's only one in all of Southern California. And so you've got to drive down to San Diego to take it to the paint facility, or you can throw it in a dumpster. Like most people go for option two there. Yep. As much as I'm sure people want to hear more about the San Diego paint disposal facility. The San Diego paint disposal facility is a great place. Check it out. We're sponsored by them. We've all spent a lot of time there. Yep. Uh, just looking back at my notes. I mean, so like an interesting thing with this movie is I feel like within this time period, because what year is this? This is like 90... 93. 93. This is right. It's a little bit late, but I think it was a movie that like sat in the can for a little bit. But like sure. it's came out like basically when America had like horror movies about little fuckers like fever you know what i mean like you're like you're you're a couple oh. of chucky movies in you've got gremlins the chucky you've got critters uh, uh critters, critters you've ghoulies. got uh, uh ghoulies i fucking love ghoulies it the says, one that comes out of the toilet it Ooh. says on the trivia that the director specifically took inspiration from critters for this too is that he loved this is good he loved critters the concept of like a little guy running around yeah and there's definitely like pieces of like child's play like i watched all the child's play sure. movies last year sometime Dude. Great call. That's exactly he, he definitely has that same vibe of Chucky for sure. Right. Yeah, and, and it they gets get, more Chucky too as the as the movies. Yeah, are. like in, in the second half, there's a lot of like shots of him like running down the hallway really quickly, and you're like, Oh, that's totally like a child's play. Like, oh, look at the buckles around. on his shoes. <laughs> I could simply could not stop remarking on them the entire movie. Every scene where he wasn't mentioning the buckles on his shoes, I was like, <laughs> this motherfucker better say something. When when the buckles on the shoes aren't on screen, all of the other characters should be talking about the buckles on the shoes. I mean, that's how they read the script. They are every single time. God, it's 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 it, it, look, I, I don't mean to reference something terrible, but in Sex in the City, um, there's a character who's played by oh god, he's one of the Venture Brother guys, uh, or Banick. Oh man. The guy yes, with the yes, weird... yes, James James Urbanic. Um, yeah. He's in an episode of 
Sex in the City, where he is the guy who runs a upscale shoe shop and Charlotte comes in and all he wants to do is like touch her feet and he's going to give her like expensive shoes if she'll just let him touch her feet and I think maybe lick her feet. And anyway, I think that that character wrote this movie. Sure. Because There's of a lot the of buckles feet talk. on the yeah. shoe. There's a lot of buckles. There's a lot of shoes. There's a lot of did Leprechaun having an the uncontrollable fetish. Which the Leprechaun stroked my leg, and I know what it feels like when a man strokes my leg. That scene was weird. That scene was weird. <laughs> because, because the alternative is that it was Nate under the truck rubbing people's legs, which, by the way, is a thing that all Nates do. I can tell you from experience. They didn't and, do and it. She thought it. And she thought it was like, Cute and sexy. And I'll he tell was you like, what. Ooh, you're under the truck massaging my calves. Like, Nate, what the fuck? Nate, what the fuck, Rachel? Nate is such a cool, like, hot conservative guy from the 90s. <laughs> Shit he says to Rachel is so wild. There's one part where she, like, tells her she's too skinny and she needs to eat, like, biscuits and gravy or something. <laughs> and there's another part where she's like, Oh, you're a vegetarian? Let me see your shoes. You fucking moron. <laughs> that, whole, that whole scene is like drop dead center in the movie of like this horrible thing is happening to them. And they're like, let's go. Get, let's go to the Your diner. Shoes are made from leather. You're soft. You fucking Los Angeles pussy. I love this era too, like early nineties when like vegetarianism was the most alien possible yes. concept where it's like, look at this fucking weirdo. Does not want to eat the most disgusting plate of so meatloaf much. you've ever seen? That the cut, the cut there, I made a note because the cut there was really good because it went from a scene of grotesque violence yeah. to him chopping gravy covered meatloaf. And like I'm always a big fan of Foley work and good and good cuts. And and boy, that was a good cut. <laughs> One of my Slight, notes. Only only slightly less gruesome than the leprechaun looks at the end of the movie that <laughs> plate of meatloaf he was digging into. <laughs> One of the like it doesn't it doesn't end well for the leprechaun. <laughs> One of my notes here says they send the child to go get the shotgun. <laughs> Naturally, uh, what oh. what else are Nate? You have two kids. What are kids for besides fetching your shotgun? Go get the shotgun. Make sure it's loaded. Um, the cop thinks it's a child. That's funny. Um, oh, he falls he falls knee first into the bear trap. That's great. That's another great makeup scene. Like, like, yeah. like, you know, to give props to the Leprechaun movie, like the effect looked great on his leg when it's all gnarled up. Good bear trap effect. Um, now, I want to, I want, I, I do want to point out something that was a continuing thread in this. Uh, are you all familiar with the 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 song "Pumped Up Kicks"? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, and are you familiar with what what the topic of that song is? The dead child, right? Well, it's 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 about a school shooting. Mm, mm. Okay. Yes. No, I want to. I want to point out. I was very excited that uh, our little kid actor was actually wearing pumps. He oh yeah. Actually had on the, the 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 shoes, the kicks, if you will, that can get pumped up. I was then very upset later on when Rebox, he was right? also armed. He was armed, and suddenly I'm like, oh. All the other kids with the pumped up kicks. Better you think run, this better is where run. they got the movie. I, the, I, this is they got the song. That's where they got the song from. One hundred percent is this character with the pumped up kicks who's going to get that gun and he's going to make you run, make you run. I think the first version of that song had a bit more lyrical content about the buckles, but they about the buckles on the shoes <laughs> yeah. and the leprechaun. God damn buckles! I'm like a leprechaun. The- Look at the buckles on me shoes. Uh, they needed a buckle editor on this. <laughs> I'll do it. 
twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> the buckle cut. Um, I like that. I just I just volunteered to take a job for a movie that came out thirty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I, I but I think you stand a good chance, honestly. Rachel calls her cell phone the portable. That's my po- my portable. Um, oh my god! Yeah, having a cell phone in '93—that was like basically having a Lamborghini. Like, there's they, fuck you. There's no way. And it was red too. She had a different colorway of the like first cell phone made up. Made it it up. is an odd because they don't establish them as like mega rich or anything. I mean, right. they're living in the Bates Motel house in North Dakota. Well, it's it's like a Los Angeles thing, right? Like everybody from LA had a portable. <laughs> Um, I, I will say as we're moving on, there's there, there's a wonderful scene in this part of the movie where Nate has to go into the kitchen to see if the leprechaun is still in there. And he goes in and he's looking around and then the camera cuts and it's the the other three are there in height order, like out right. of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I, I actually belly laughed at that scene. I thought that, that was, was good. That was, that was a good one. Uh, my favorite part in the whole movie, a part that I think is genuinely very awesome is when they throw Rachel the shotgun and she's like, do you know how to use that thing? And she goes, nope. And walks out. <laughs> yep. That was, that so was badass. Cool. That was another badass. Like, mo- like movie star moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh yeah, this is a movie star. Um, um, that's a fake ass. Well, did you guys see that? Well, it was, yeah, a there's fake no- ass well, it was a fake ass. Well, the woodwork on it was brand new, even though everything in that house is supposed to be old. That well there's also a green light coming shit. from it. And no one thinks that's weird that there's I'm a green the light coming up from the well. Seeing the well shouting fake. <laughs> that well's not <laughs> real on that on that property. Nate's wanting the 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 truth to 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 cinema of them to actually throw Warwick Davis down the full well. Fair. It's <laughs> got to be a real well, baby. <laughs> He wants him to do the Jackie Chan style stunt, break both of his shins. Now, I, I, as as we're approaching, I, I know we're fast tracking it towards the end here. AP, I'm sorry to interrupt. Warwick oh, Davis yeah. Yeah. did all his own stunts in this movie. Did he really? Yes. That's cool as shit, man. It's very cool. Good for yeah. him. Right. He gets swung Ooh. around. I mean, there's like one one scene, like I think it's post the bear trap on Hot Nate's leg, where they just sort of like beat the shit out of him for like 30 straight <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Like, like it is a shockingly violent scene. And it has a little bit of that Three Stooges thing, but it's like a Three Stooges where like Mo and Larry would just like hammer on Curly for a full minute of just like yep. wailing. Yep. And then maybe the best part of the movie when uh, he's in the house at the end of the hallway and they're like shooting at him and he's skateboarding back and forth across that the That scene hallway. is so it's good. So good. Goes, it's so, I la- that's another I laughed out loud. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was posing on the skateboard different ways every fucking time. It was it's really so great. So funny. The enti- um, I will say like the entire last half hour of this I think just like just totally owns. Like I, I'll, I, I can separate the rest of the movie but like Dude, th- super agree with you. Super agree with you. Um. A lot of the shots in this movie are are centered around Rachel's ass. Now, we got to talk about that. Before I say that, I just want to give a shout out to the wheelchair racing yep. leprechaun, uh, which is, is, great is scene. really fucking great. He's chasing the kids while in a wheelchair. That's awesome. Um, Rachel's ass. Let's talk about this, though. I have a note <laughs> for you on that scene, JP, from the trivia. Ooh, hit um, me. And I don't want to blame the trivia writer because oftentimes IMDb trivia comes from like a specific quote that somebody said about the movie or something, but a very mm-hmm. weird 
trivia item here where it says that Rachel had to run and jiggle slower because Warwick Davis couldn't manipulate the wheels as fast as it looks in the final shot. Well, that's also why they fast forwarded a yeah, lot of the scenes. They <laughs> definitely silly. sped it up. It's, it's got a little bit of the, the monsters driving the car. It is exactly that. But apparently um, she had to jiggle extra slow is what the IMDb trivia says. <laughs> now let's, 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 this is all focusing back on something that needs to be discussed. And that is the jean shorts that Rachel is wearing Ooh. throughout this movie, which are so ungodly awful. Um, I, ha- I have it in my notes. Like I, I can't even of- like, and again, admittedly, I watched this on a small screen, uh, you know, in the middle okay. of around places, but like, you know, I, I didn't give it the, I did not order the 4k. I'm sorry. Shot guys. In 480p. <laughs> I watched it on something called the Roku channel, which mm. I was not aware existed before I Fucking looked it up. Those, I, I, I will say commercials. I rented, I rented so it. On, oh, I rented it on YouTube commercial free and they must have done an HD upgrade on the movie. Cause it actually looked. Oh, cool. that's cool. On the yeah. Roku channel, anytime you touched anything, like adjusted the volume or wanted to go back like 10 seconds, it showed you two commercials. It's, oh, it's a genius brutal. money-making scam. Like they know, <laughs> especially after it's featured on this podcast, so many people are going to watch The Leprechaun. How did he get the cop's gun? The I got to go back. Which is so important. But the shorts, like I could not discern like what is happening on the back of them. Like it's Catch, some sort of pattern. Shorts. Uh, Claire's theory on the shorts was that um, uh, she's wearing old lady grandma, like white and yellow bloomers. Sure. Uh, but, but her ass ripped out. And so that's why they're showing on like uh, just like one third of the back of the shirts are, are the are the bloomers popping out. They're like jean shorts that you would buy at a craft fair. <laughs> they, they, they have a lot of shit on them. There's but they're also they're also like immersed in that like late 80s early 90s red hot chili peppers just like one just fuck me up bro <laughs> like that 100%. that style of fashion 100 percent. and i will say they look great on her <laughs> like they're they're preposterous items of clothing for sure but the fit is clean i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna hold myself back from getting too horny on this podcast but i will i will agree and i'm telling you just like a solid 60 percent of the shots in this movie Whatever's happening in the shot, Rachel's ass is in the shot looking good in a, in a pair of jeans. <laughs> just, just, and just to clean it up a little bit, I will say her hair looks great in this movie. And her, her, hair, hair looks this, great. her hair looks phenomenal. In this movie. Her hair looks better in this than it does in like season one and two of Friends. I think she, she has a more flattering haircut. In it's, it's a hell of a haircut. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? I think we're almost done. Um, well, I get. I, I, one of my favorite, I, I, I literally, I did the, I clapped, I cheered, I said, hell yeah. When the way that the leprechaun meets his final demise is little kid <laughs> cocks a shotgun and says, fuck you, lucky charms. <laughs> and I fucking loved it. I, I loved it. I thought it was, it, it's just the perfect yeah. crystallized version of what this movie is, what this yeah. movie is about. It's so dumb. It's so funny. It it's it, it, it just was a great line. We, all, so- we also we also did gloss over here a what feels like 15 minute real time search for a four leaf clover oh to set up the, oh. the device. The ending of this the, movie is so long. In, in which they're blasting. It's only everything. an hour and a, 
it's only an hour and a half movie, but the first 45 minutes are the opening scene. <laughs> and then the last 30 TV minutes out. are finding a four-leaf clover. So like, like anything else we talked about is in that little sliver. In it's the like middle. an 80 minute movie. And it fucking took me all night to watch it. Like. <laughs> and, and there, there, there's like, it gets a little sleepy too. Cause like JP was saying, they're blasting everything with that. Like John Borman yep. Excalibur green light where it's yep. like, <laughs> it just, it's very comforting to me. Like, I just like, yeah, just keep hitting me with the green. There's some shit <laughs> like, there's it's some like shots in show. the same scene that have the green light and then they cut to a close-up and there's no green light. It's very disorienting. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 they, they did everything, but it's, it's it, it, I do, you know, I'm going to say it again. It's like creep show. It's deliberately done to be overly dramatic. It's Absolutely. melodramatic light and, and it works. It works for this dumb movie. I, I legitimately love that effect. Like, like projecting a green light on a thing is always the thing that makes me sit up and point the and do the leo dicaprio like meme point i'll have to send you my my incredible hulk movie that i made in film school brett <laughs> it's gonna oh be so god is this the one with the cement mixer <laughs> <laughs> jp don't don't it's don't little, discredit little, my art like. little, it's a little joke for it's a little joke for dicky dicky if you're listening hey the cement mixer hulk it's a bit it's, it's one of my favorite things hulk you likes do to the fuck a cement mixer we know that it happens I, I I don't know what it says about me that like my laughter immediately indicated I understood exactly what you're talking about. Hundred percent guilty. We'll tell guilty to send you the picture. I know you've seen it, but we'll just tell him oh, to yeah. send it to you again. <laughs> so the leprechaun, they throw him down the fake well. It's not real. Mm-hmm. It's fake. I don't know about that. They throw him down the well, and then everybody just seems to understand that burning the leprechaun will kill him. Nate, that's like what everybody about- goes to the first thing. Can we talk about how how this movie is about gaslighting? Sure. (laughs) Do do you want to? Because they light the gasoline on fire. Oh my god! You're gaslighting me right now. I'm gaslighting. gaslighting. They gaslit the leprechaun. That's very funny. Thank you. They kept they kept telling him that he was not a leprechaun. Just a regular, normal sized height guy. Jen- Jennifer oh, Aniston man. wins by successfully convincing him that he's not real. Mm-hmm. No, they oh. convince him he lives down that well. Fake well, it's not real. There's no bottom to it. Um, and so they dump a bunch of gasoline down there. And then everybody also has matches on them in this movie, like in their pocket, ready to go. Um, throws the match we- down. Great puppet. Great melty puppet. I, that that part was really good. I do love a good practical effect like that, especially a destructive practical effect. Like you only get so many times to shoot it, probably only once, so get it right. And they yeah. did. And that's another like that's another feels like very child's play to me. Like Chucky is always like a set ablaze by the end of the movie, and it gets right. all melty and, and and that it looks great. I mean, it looks amazing in this movie. Little guy being melty. It was also it was also a callback. It really was a callback to the opening scene. Where the uh, Jameson chugging Irishman wants to light a match to to burn everything yeah. down, and then it gets blown out, and he doesn't get to kill the leprechaun. It was look, it was a nice touch. It was nice they they brought it back. It was Full actually circle. really good. Yeah, just just so we do not miss it. One other thing in my notes that we glossed over, I think, happens just before the well thing when he's chasing Rachel throughout the old folks home and the forest, which I was not, I was, I was, I was not clear how close those two things were. She kind of just appears there. Um, but he, uh, she leaves the house for no apparent reason. They like get her to escape. And then like, 
Oh God, there were there are some nonsense. Uh, anyway, but there, go there, ahead. Go ahead. There, there is a moment that I think rivals the pogo stick kill as like a great horror movie moment where he gets nailed in the face and his eye is removed the leprechaun (laughs) and he he rips the eye out of a dead body and puts it into his own eye socket that's awesome that was that was another like 10 out of 10 fully on it it was so good and he has a good line i i i cannot remember what it is but it is so corny and something about eye of the beholder (laughs) i man I it's see a, you. Guys, it's a good fucking movie. It's Great a good movie. movie. It's totally worth your hour and a half or seven hours. I think I've convinced myself over the course of this conversation to think that it's good. It's absolutely good. It's fun to I, watch. I already, watch. I already felt like it was good. I'm, 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 just, I'm just galvanized. And he starts rhyming again after he gets light on fire. Inexplicably. He's, he starts rhyming again. <laughs> it does, it does make me wonder, like, what is the, like... Zack Snyder Justice League cut of this movie that was darker. <laughs> like, like, not that I don't enjoy this version. Like, what is the version of this like that's just like harrowing? Like, there's yeah, no right. comedy and he's just shredding people the entire time. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Um, so Brett, I would watch, I would watch the shit out of that. Brett, we, Mark, the Mark Davis cut, <laughs> <laughs> Sir Mark Jones. Mark Jones. Uh, Brett on, on Friendsman, we, we, when we do our Friendsman movie month, hashtag FFMM. Uh, we we rate the movies out of six friends. So if you could give us your rating now for this movie, that would be great. I am gonna from the dome. I will say three friends. That's good. Would be, That's my, would be my rating. Like like a, I guess got some stuff I love in it. So you gotta give a couple friends for that. But probably gotta take a couple friends off for the various continuity errors and um, general confusion within the first. 40 minutes of the movie of that one long scene. You chop that out, make this movie 70 minutes. I think it could work its way up to four or five friends. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit of stuff out of it. JP, how many friends are you giving this movie? I, you know, Nate, I got it. I think, I think you guys have made some valid points about the criticism, but at the end of the day, this is just such a fun movie. I came into it. Like I said, I was just being so critical and so shitty about it. And it won me over so quickly and i just was clapping and hooting and laughing you were hooting i was hooting i was oh, hollering sure. i was hollering without a g on it i i just really i had it was a good time and claire who was incredibly skeptical of it and was just like oh god you have to watch a terrible movie for the podcast and by the end of it she was just like this is so fun i like it, it just it gets its hooks in you i i think i think there's there's a reason this movie continues to be like part of the discussion. It's not, it's not, it's not an important movie. It's not a groundbreaking movie, but God damn it. It does what it does so perfectly well. I'm going to go with five friends. Very cool. Very cool. And um, I will, the, the last thing I'll say about this, the one last note that I have is that uh, the director, Mark Jones, fought for Rachel. He wanted Rachel to be in the movie. The studio did not think she had what it takes. Shows you what studio guys know about what actresses. What the fuck, man? Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, show me a studio that has ever made a good decision, and I'll fucking eat my shoe. Um, but yeah, Mark Jones fought for her. He knew that she had star potential, and he wanted her to be in his little leprechaun movie. I'm going to give this four friends. Nice. Let's split the middle right. because I think it's right. very fun, but I obviously yeah. think that there's some stuff we could we could do better. We could cut some I, stuff out. I like this. This maintains my position as king of film Twitter. You know, I came in with the with the like most critical, the you know, uh, 
Pauline Kale uh, type <laughs> type review. I had to bring this one down. Alive if, if you don't, absolutely. Um, Brett, speaking of your Twitter, would you like to plug anything on our on our big yeah, fancy podcast I would just, here? I would just say uh, follow me on Twitter at Brett Thousand. We'll link that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, please, please do. Uh, and it's just spelled, you know, Brett B R E T T, and then thousand is in the number one thousand. Though I've got over two thousand followers now because I'm also the Slop King. Um, yeah, just just follow me. I do funny tweets. I get like ten viral tweets a week. I'm the king of film Twitter. I'm the champion of Twitter. Everyone wow. thinks my shit is great. Uh, yeah. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Get me to three thousand. Let's do this. Get the numbers up. Brett, Get me more three thousand. Wow, that's dangerous. Absolutely. Eventually, I'm just going to subsume the whole site. You know what I mean? It's going to be like the alternate ending of Little Shop of Horrors. No, wow. Brett Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm lining up to buy after he's done. <laughs> Would you like to plug? You know, Nate, I just want to plug this show. I, it's really uh, Friendsman is just the best time you're going to have. It's so you have much other fun. shows. You should plug your other shows. I, I, I do. I, I, I definitely want to also plug. We heard about Pluto. If you like the antics we have here, uh, there's some very similar antics on a show that's about psych, which is a delightful show that a lot of people maybe miss the boat on. And we're we're going episode by episode. It's really fun. Uh, I hosted with uh, uh, George, Best Little Horror House in Philly, and Riggs. Um, it's it's a hoot, but uh, no, I, listen to us, listen to this, and and definitely check out anything that Nate's doing because Nate's a fan a lot of, of that, fun stuff. Not a fan of that Riggs guy. Well, he's not a fan of you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm actually. I'm gonna counter that. I'm gonna come in strongly opposed to Nate, and I'm oh, gonna give. Re- I'm gonna give Reeks the uh, the Brett Thousand bump. Everyone follow oh, Reeks. Let's also get him to one thousand. I, I can't remember how close. I can't remember how close fate. he is to that. But let's Reeks get him either thousand. Right? Does Reeks not have a thousand? I don't know. Be, let's. I'm gonna, gonna be, check that out. Let's get Reeks. Very to embarrassing if if I if I do that. He's at eight fifty five. We can get Reeks another uh, whatever that is. Too tired, too many beers to do the math. <laughs> to do the math on all right, everybody. Everybody, is. get out there. We need one hundred and forty-five more followers for Reeks um, to get him to that thousand point. He uh, he's got a wonderful. Uh, uh, it's moving to Mondays now, but uh, happy hour with Reeks where he plays video games and drinks and makes some good funny stuff. Check you know him what? out on Twitch, JP. I think if we combine both of our followers, we probably have more than Brett, which I think is probably the most important thing to leave people with here. There was legitimately a moment, and it's funny because I feel like I know you guys like somewhat well from Twitter, but not that well. Yeah, right. But like a- as I was heading over a thousand and getting more and more, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm about to pass JP." And like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was considering whether or not I want to put the lock back on my account, Good but I'm like, <laughs> "I gotta get, I gotta get over him." That's like a big milestone for me. Wow! Like, All right, gotta, gotta jump him. Yeah. We're gonna play. We're gonna play. We're gonna oh, play, shit. sir. <laughs> okay, I will knock you out. <laughs> I know, I know, and I'm gonna make it funny while I lose. Friendsman officially feuding with Brett on Twitter. Let's, let's do it. It happens so quickly. It happens so quickly. So, Brett, thank you for coming on. We're gonna relegate you back to our child stepsister role. Go ahead, everybody. Unfollow Brett. Brett. <laughs> uh, he doesn't need more followers. He's going back to the rounding down dugout. Uh, where he's going to wait to see if he even gets to pitch one game this season. So, you know, I, I, 
I, I threw I threw a complete no hitter uh, on rounding down. <laughs> came, came, came in here, leave it, leaving with an ERA of fifteen. You fucked those guys <laughs> up. Fuck those Desi- guys up. Designated back for assignment. I got to go play where I'm the big fish in the small pond. Nate, I'm going to explain these stats to you later. Okay. Thank you very much, JP. Hey, you're my best friend. I love you so much. <laughs> Nate, you're my best friend. I love you so much. And here's and the outro. Brett, thank you so much for coming on. Thank it's you, Brett. Been a gang treat. Yeah, I had a blast. Thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun. It's 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 like it's like the three stooges if Mo was even more of a hunk than he already is. Uh, what a hunk he is though.